Well, just before the talk, we will just um, invoke the Holy Spirit as well. <clears throat> Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and enkindle in them the fire of your love. Send forth your spirit, and they shall be created, and you shall renew the face of the earth. O God, who by the light of the Holy Spirit will, did instruct the hearts of the faithful, grant that by the same Holy Spirit we may be truly wise and ever enjoy his consolations through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. <clears throat> okay. Um, this talk to, uh, this morning is... Um, well, it's a meditation, but it's kind of like, um, uh, it's basically, I'm going to talk to you about um, 10 steps to holiness. Uh, the uh, These are kind of like guys that uh, Cardinal Donald, uh, Donald, uh, Dolan um, he, um, gave like, you know, some time ago uh, in order to uh, enter into a loving and deeper relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, so um, to know Jesus, to hear his, uh, Jesus, to love Jesus, to trust in Jesus, to obey Jesus, to share his life in the deepest fiber of our being and to serve him, this is our goal. That's why we're created. Uh, as I said to you yesterday, uh, we are, we are, uh, God has placed us here on this earth in order to glorify him in order to um, complete his holy will, and in that way, uh, secure our heavenly salvation. How do we grow in holiness? Uh, well, one of the uh, first steps is uh, uh, daily prayer. Daily prayer is essential in the life of a Christian. A patient, persevering, persistent prayer every day is one of the most important. Uh, silent personal prayer, private prayer, um, a daily period of quiet um, communion with the Lord, being conscious of his presence, uh, accepting his love, uh, praising him, thanking him, asking him his uh, blessing, his protection. Uh, these are all, all of those things like form a very important part of, of daily prayer, placing our hope in him. <clears throat> All of you, I presume, you know the prayer of our, the children of Fatima, well, that our, our, the angel of peace gave to the children of uh, Fatima. My God, I believe, I adore, I hope, and I love you. I ask pardon for those who do not believe, do not adore, do not hope, nor do not love you. That's a beautiful prayer. Yeah. Um, so daily prayer, one of the, uh, one of the most, uh, most uh, efficacious and um, uh, great, one of the greatest prayers that we have like after the Holy Mass is the prayer of the Holy Rosary. Yeah. So uh, if, uh, depending on each one's commitment, but like, you know, if, uh, if some of you, like, you know, you probably pray the Rosary already, that's a, that's a wonderful uh, form of prayer. Uh, maybe some of you, like you know, through, because of your you have a lot of commitments, um, you can't uh, say pray the uh, pray the rosary entirely. But uh, if you, or maybe you find it quite difficult to pray it uh, every um, the, the full rosary every day, 
So maybe um, a suggestion would be um, to pray one mystery. Like if you find it difficult because of time commitments or other reasons, you could pray, start off by praying one mystery and the budget will increase. Our Lady has insisted on the prayer of the Rosary in many uh, Marian apparitions. It's one of the most uh, efficacious prayers in order to protect our souls. And as a result, well, miracles occur uh, in one's life when they pray with that faith, uh, faith the Holy Rosary. Second and second point is uh, daily mass. Well, I mean, here again, like, you know, each one of these steps, you have to like just see it with your own commitments because maybe through work commitments or uh, one uh, cannot, I would say, go to Mass. But uh, what we're talking about is the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ in the Eucharist and the Holy Mass has to be a priority in the life of a Christian. We have to have that inner conviction that Jesus is there. And as a result of that, we have to make that conscientious effort to seek him and to receive him in our souls. So when that, that Jesus Christ enters into our into our souls, it's like you know, it's like you know, it's a, it's a divine experience because, like you know, we're uh, entering into that communion, into that union with Jesus Christ in a very intimate way. Yeah, so it's very important, you know, to value the the, the Holy Mass. Eucharist is in a, the uh, as the essential moment of the day. And it's the real presence of Christ in the uh, in the Holy Sacrament. But there's another one here, but I don't think it applies to you, uh, Father. Uh, Cardinal uh, Dolan talks about uh, the liturgy of the hours, but that's more of, uh, for we say seminarians, people who are like you know have are consecrated, or you know religious uh, sisters. So I mean, obviously ourselves um, in the home of the Mother. The servant priests and brothers and uh, the servant sisters, we have that obligation to pray the, the liturgy of the hours. The fourth point is the uh, the spiritual reading. Yeah, if it's possible daily, if like you know, depending on your time, but like you know, at least you know, um, a few days a week, uh, uh, it's a great enrichment. Um, what what one should read as books and Catholic tradition. Um, the Magisterium, the words of the Holy Father, um, the reading a good book, uh, it, 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 it like um, helps us enormously in, we say, uh, the comprehension of the faith and to value the faith and also to make that effort to, um, uh, to follow Jesus, to uh, abandon ourselves to his holy will, to understand like what... Uh, what our faith uh, uh, teaches us, and so on. So it's an honest. Um, so that's uh, that's in another point. Yeah, the spiritual reading. The next point would be an, uh, the spiritual direction. Yeah, an honest, trusting, fruitful, consistent relationship with the spiritual direction. The uh, danger is that sometimes we passively do things just to get by not allowing the values of formation to sink in and to become part of us. <clears throat>
So it's obviously important, like, you know, especially for young people who are like, you know, we say at the, the threshold of life, they finish high school, yeah, they may be, they're maybe in university, and like, you know, a lot of options open up for young people, yeah. Uh, and we say uh, it's very, very common, unfortunately, that yeah, young people like, you know, think like, you know, I've got to do my, my career. I'm interested in studying law or doing studying medicine or whatever. Um, but the most important thing is to ask God, like, God, what do you want me to do? Because uh, God can also direct one on a career. And he can also say, he can tell somebody specifically your vocation is to married life. Or he can say to you, you know, you, I have something that has planned for you, consecrated life or priesthood or religious life. Also, in, uh, for those of you who are married or single, like, you know, a spiritual direction, having uh, that, that consultation with uh, um, a priest or a religious uh, sister, it's also very important. Because I mean, they're uh, in uh, as life goes along, like they're different, like you know, phases that if one enters, like one can come come across a stumbling block or difficulties or sufferings, and it's important to have the uh, the, the, the uh, good uh, counsels or good wisdom, like uh, in order to direct you from um, and how you should act uh, before uh, you know the different problems or different, we say, uncertainties of life. So spiritual direction is an important part as well as growing in holiness. The next point is the sacrament of penance, confession, very important. Uh, regular reliance on the mercy of God uh, in the sacrament of penance should be a priority for our lives. A practical help to make our regular confession more fruitful would be a daily examination of conscience. I placed there on the back, beside the books, um, a leaflet on the examination of conscience. You know, it's, if any of you like want to make a, a deeper confession, you can like have a look through the the, the examination of conscience, and like later on, you can like um, will be available for hearing confessions. So I mean, uh, this confession is, is very important. Like you know, uh, I would recommend come at least like you know once a month. If you want to go like you know once a week or two weeks or three weeks, that's that's even better. But uh, like as a minimum, it's go uh, it's uh, go to a monthly confession. Our Lady uh, in Medjugorje, she recommends like you know um, this uh, frequent confession. You know, at least a monthly confession. But if one wants to go like you know more regularly once uh, uh, once a week or two or once a fortnight that's even better the next point is growing in virtue we have to realize that we're christian people we have to grow in virtues uh, a tireless effort for growing in virtue and turning away from sin should be the pattern of our daily lives we are always in the process of conversion repentance dying to sin self and satan rising to new life in christ in practice this means growth and virtue and struggle with sin development in particular virtues is most appropriate uh, faith hope charity simplicity of life chastity obedience and integrity 
So when we think about this, like growing a virtuous, we, we can probably think of an image that would come to our mind as like uh, it's a, an uphill battle. Yeah, I'm sure all of you have at uh, some stage, like, you know, have the, had the experience of like climbing a mountain, like uh, climbing up a mountain is not easy because you have to like, you know, it's a continual effort, like one is uh, sweats, uh, like one gets all hot. It's like, you know, there's like, you know, you have to continually like, you know, make that effort. And especially if the mountain is steep, it's like even worse, yeah? And like if you look up at the top of the mountain, you can see the top of the mountain, you can say like, will I ever get up there? So the like holiness is almost like the same, yeah? But like, you know, if uh, the, the, the important thing is like, you know, that we're not like, you know, we say all geared up to run up the mountain because if we run up the mountain, like, you know, we're going to like lose that energy. It's important to like, you know, make steady, secure, small steps in order to reach the top, yeah? Luego, the other point would be devotion to the Blessed Mother and to the saints, yeah? We should be very conscious of this, that there's a huge, uh, like, multitude of saints in heaven, our Blessed Mother, our Lord Jesus Christ, the Holy Trinity, uh, they're very close to us. Like we're here now before the, the Eucharist, we're here before the divine majesty of our Lord Jesus Christ. And that's, um, you know, it's, when we look at the Eucharist, we can think like, you know, it's not a great deal, but like, you know, we're here before the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ. We're therefore surrounded by the saints, the angels of heaven, and we're privileged. And when we are out of the presence, the real presence of our Lord Jesus Christ, like when we go about our work and so on, uh, it's important to be conscious, like, you know, that that uh, company of saints and Our Lady, like, you know, is always, like, in the nearest. It's almost like we say, for example, if you, you have a son or a daughter and, like, you know, they're in university and you like that, like, we say, contact, like, you know, through messaging, uh, make it, uh, like, sending the messages or phoning, like, you know, and where you are, how are you doing, how did the exam go, uh, I'm going to pick you up at this time. You know, we can say that the same applies in the spiritual life. Our Lady, our Lord Jesus Christ, is very, um, they're very close to us. And also our deceased relatives and friends. You know, those people who have died before us and who are like, um, who are now in heaven. The next point would be formation. Well, you're see, receiving that already, like through the, the, these retreats here. Uh, also, like the sisters, they organize those uh, talks of formation. Uh, I don't know how frequently you have them, but I mean, it's normally kind of once a month in, in Spain. But it's very important, that formation, because we don't have that formation. Like, you know, we, well, uh, you know, it's, uh, we can start uh, thinking different ideas or not having like solid arguments for things. Uh, Saint John, Pope John Paul II said, spiritual formation is the core which unifies and gives life to our entire being. Okay, and then it talks about the, but just to finish up, is, uh, the growth in holiness is not uh, our, uh, and it's not our accomplishment, but it's a pure gift from God. Yeah, the Lord does it, not me. What we're talking about is we have to facilitate, we have to make uh, make it easier for the action of, uh, of our Lord Jesus Christ to enter into our lives. 
Uh, yesterday, when we arrived here, we had to set up all of this here. And we were, in one moment, like we were unsure about how we do it. Because we have this, like, um, stand here where we're thinking about putting it over there to have it more raised up, the altar and so on. But later on, we saw that this is not the idea. You know, we'll move the, um, for uh, over here in the corner is better for the talks, and then we can have the, the altar there and the stand. But I mean, in, interiorly in our hearts and souls, there are certain things that we have to remove. There are certain things that are not uh, convenient for our lives. It's important, like, you know, to have that honesty of heart to be able to look in, into our lives and see what um, uh, what the Lord is asking of us. If you want to jot down as well, like, you know, some um, Bible uh, um, passages that if you later on afterwards, when uh, you can read uh, Mark 8, uh, chapter 8, 22. Mark 5, 21 to 43. And Mark 3, uh, 1 to 6, the man with the withered hand. I think it's very good when you like, you know, read these uh, chapters. It's, it's important to place yourselves uh, in the position of the person that Jesus is directing the, uh, his words. Yeah. So, I mean, basically, those are the points in growing and holiness. Yeah, uh, you have to think like, you know, when I talked about prayer, personal prayer, it's like, you know, uh, prayer is a battle. It's not easy because we're human beings. We're subject to temptations. We're subject to the snares of the devil. It's very, very easy, like, you know, if our, to allow ourselves to like, you know, veer off. Yeah, you're climbing up the mountain like, you know, somebody comes to tell you like, you know, there's an easier path over here. It's wider. It's yeah. But if you can go on that path, you know, you get up there. And if you go on, but the, you, you probably say, well, that sounds great, you know, because I'm sweating a lot, so I'm finding it very difficult. Yeah, if you go on that path, yeah, it'll bring you over a cliff. That's over, yeah. Um, you have to think also, like, you know, that the um, prayer is powerful. Um, I, I was just listening, uh, like, recently to a, a testimony of a young woman, a Spanish woman, um, she was Catholic, born Catholic, but, uh, you know, she left, uh, well, she didn't practice her faith. She veered off and, like, you know, she um, eventually, like, you know, she entered into, like, uh, which is very, very common now, is the uh, uh, yoga and Reiki meditations, which are completely contrary to the Catholic faith. So she started, like, you know, getting interested in that, getting with the, uh, into it all and, you know, having... Um, we say these uh, spiritual masters, um, you know, to guide her in this, these kind of meditations and, um, you know, in uh, saying words or invocations that she didn't realize in other languages. And uh, she realized that she had like a, she was completely um, entered into, we'd say, a stage of like uh, emptiness, of uh, sadness, of anguish. Um, and it like, you know, it just really like, you know, we say uh, broke her down completely. Basically, what happened is like, you know, and, uh, she, she had a conversion, but she, she realized she was completely deceived by the all of these um, so-called like uh, spiritual masters on Reiki and yoga and so on. 
and um, she converted to the Catholic faith and she discovered God and joy, happiness and peace re-entered her life. Yeah. When one is united to God, when one lives in, in God's grace, uh, one is, is, uh, finds that peace, that joy, that serenity that the heart longs for. Yeah. And so uh, these steps in holiness have to be a priority in your lives. You've probably all heard about the importance of all of these things already. Yeah. But uh, the repetition is very important also uh, in order to uh, solidify, um, you know, that r reality within us. So just to like, you know, give you some practical tips that I'll just like turn into the talk here, just like you know, say on prayer, when we're talking about prayer and, and, and to use well this time. Uh, normally after the talks, after meditations, it's a good idea to um, just kneel down for a few moments. Yeah. Before they before, before Jesus in the, the best darkness, maybe some of you like, you know, have injured your knee, knee or you're not unable to do so. If you can't do it, no problem. Yeah, but it's a good idea uh, to kneel down and to be uh, uh, to uh, go over in your mind uh, the, the 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 meditation or the talks that you've uh, received, because in everything that I've uh, given you today on the different steps to holiness, there, there's probably maybe uh, some points that like you know stick out for you, and like you know you you write you know and and like you know it's it's important like you know to read over your notes and or just to ponder over like the words that I, I mentioned to you because it's, it's through the, those words like that the Lord is going to talk to you. Very important to say, rep, uh, repeat also like the words of our Blessed Mother, here I am Lord to do your will. Yeah. And also like, you know, the posture in prayer time is important. You know, the, uh, if you like, you know, you can kneel down, sit down. Also like um, incline your, be inclined forward. Yeah, and a prayer. It's important like to focus in on the, on the Eucharist and also interiorly in your heart and soul, uh, invoke the Holy Spirit and uh, invoke also Our Lady and Later on, you can well you can read those passages that I, I I've given to you as well, and also if you get tired, like you know, with say being on the seat, if you want to stand up, you can do so also like towards the back, yeah, and um, that uh, all those postures as well help you, you know, in as in communicating with the Lord. One thing that really helps me in the retreats as well is like in the times when you have like free time. I think it's very, uh, it's, a, it's a wonderful practice. Uh, you can, when you go outside, you can um, just go for a walk tranquilly. Ask Our Lady, Our Lord Jesus Christ, the Holy Trinity, your guardian angel to accompany you, to walk with you and enter into a conversa uh, conversation with them. Uh, it's important like, you know, when you're talking to God, you know, to be honest and to be convinced that the Lord will walk with you. Yeah, we're here in this, um, uh, this camp here is, it's like, it's, um, you know, it's a beautiful area. We can, and uh, so you can talk to the Lord about many things, but principally, you know, you have to talk about your soul, how you're doing, like what things you need to remove from your life. It's important to be honest in the sense like, you know, that if you have problems or difficulties or sins or vices, you know, to ask the Lord in this time 
to help you to remove them. For example, if, you, if there's, if there's uh, somebody who has, uh, is an alcoholic or somebody who's like, you know, addicted to work or, uh, you know, working too much hours and so on, uh, this is a perfect time, like, to say to the Lord, like, I need you to come into my life, to inspire me, to help me, and to guide me in what I ought to do. And also, uh, the Lord speaks. The Lord can, like, you know, speak in a very, very effective uh, interior way where one uh, knows exactly how they ought to uh, respond. For example, like, you know, sometimes when we have the cell phones, um, for example, if somebody receives a message, like one looks at the message, yeah, and one, like, you know, the reaction of that message can be, like, different. You can see somebody, like, somebody makes a commentary that's funny, or somebody wants to say, like, you know, congratulate you on your birthday or so on. You can see the message, yeah, and it, like, you, it, it causes a reaction within you. Yeah, it could be a message of surprise, yeah, but, I mean, it's silent. There's, there are no, there's no conversation there, yeah? It's the same, like, you know, when we're here before the Lord Jesus Christ. Like, I mean, you're, you're here, all of you are different circumstances, but uh, the retreat here is, uh, is important because we have to prepare ourselves to enter eternal life, enter into um, the, that holiness with God. Uh, the Lord has brought us here, and we don't know... Um, when the Lord is going to call us. I remember like, you know, a few, a few years back, I think it was in 2012, we had a, a um, the, the Holy Week encounter. And um, just, I think, a short time after the Holy Week encounter, a young woman who was in the group that was tragically killed in a car accident. Some of you, um, like, already know her. But I mean, it was just like a free, one of those freak accidents, like where their family were going um, all together. And yeah, she was killed instantly. Uh, also, there's a young woman who like came to Spain, like in the year 2006. Um, she was 19 years old. Yeah, she was there with a lot of uh, other young people. There was uh, different like um, activities and so on very good she went back home shortly she was walking in a park she had a heart attack and died yeah so we don't know uh, um, uh, like the lord uh, uses like this time of retreat also in preparation for certain things maybe we might uh, one might receive like a, a, a some kind of news about let's say a family member who is like suffering or who has cancer or somebody who's going to die yeah, but it's important, like to f affront, like to face those um, uh, things in life with uh, with a spirit of faith, a spirit of hope, because um, the Lord like gives us also uh, the cross, and the cross is like tough at times. But like the Lord who gives you the cross, he he, he himself is the one that will uh, give you that strength in order to carry the cross. Yeah. So as I was saying, like you know, when you're walking around, it's very very good. As well, like you know, you have that, like we say, open space. You have like the the beauty of the nature around you. It's very important, like also, you know, to enter into conversation with the Lord. Lord, here I am. Yeah, I've come before you. I ask you to inspire me now as I'm walking along as to what I need, uh, what um, you, you are asking me in my life. Yeah, the Lord can ask you many things. 
not necessarily like of young people, but like, you know, also if you're like, you know, say you're married, you have like, you know, you can respect uh, with your, could be something to do with your job or some maybe new project that the Lord asks you to do. Yeah, but it, it's important to say, here I am, Lord, to do your will. Here I am, Lord, you can count on me. I beg you to please help me to listen to you, to be obedient and to complete faithfully what you're asking of me. Because it's very, very common when like the Lord asks us certain things, like we automatically like get very, very nervous. Yeah. And we just start trembling and we don't, uh, you know, we, we think to ourselves, you know, I can't do this. Yeah. For the young people here, like, you know, we say uh, a few uh, many years ago, we were doing a summer camp uh, in uh, here in Florida. Uh, this young guy came along here. Yeah, he had like a very, very sad look on his face. Like, yeah, been there, done that kind of thing. Like very, um, kind of like, you know, very serious. And so, um, yeah, we, we he was just like, I guess, uh, 16 years old. Yeah, and after that uh, experience, like, well, we said goodbye to all the, 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 the guys. And, and so a few years later, that boy had a conversion. He didn't have the conversion in the summer camp because, yeah, he was like, you know, in the world. Yeah, he wasn't really interested. Yeah. But he had a conversion. Like God touched his heart. He, um, he got in touch with us and like, you know, thanks be to God, he entered the, the home of the mother as a servant. Now he's like, you know, we say studying to be a priest. His name is Brother Brian. You probably know him. Yeah. So uh, the Lord can touch us in different ways. <clears throat> so that's why I'll leave it at that. You can just like give a pause now and take some time for like this meditation. Um, the Blessed Sacrament is going to be exposed, like, you know, for the, um, until like 12.30, we're going to have the, um, the blessing. And um, there's a talk later on by Father Henry at 11 o'clock. And um, so we'll just ask our Lord now to, to help us in this time. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.